your body actually has, you know, a physical reaction to an act of kindness. And the great thing about kindness is that it always comes back to you. It gives back as much as you, as you give out. So when we perform a kind act to somebody, not only is it lovely for the person on the receiving end of that act, but it makes us feel so good as well. Welcome to Two Women Chatting. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we were going through some old magazines the other day. We came across this really great article by Hello Magazine, which really spearheads the whole kindness movement. I think they've been known for a long time, haven't they? For You know, you don't open Hello Magazine to see nasty tabloid, oh, look at so-and-so in a bikini, look how fat they are now. It's a feel-good magazine, I think. Yeah. It's always positive, isn't it? And it's, yeah, even if there's a negative stuff in it, they write about something that might be sad in it, they do it in a, in a, I say, positive spin, which is important. Yeah, it's always my choice when I'm getting my hair done. I was, I was, about, to, <laughs> I was about to say that. I always pick a bit of Hello magazine. And I just wanted to share, with some. Of, they did this article and it was all about what other celebrities mm-hmm. think of celebrities, which I think is quite key, isn't it? Because mm. I think celebrities around each other are probably more like themselves, you know. Yeah. But I was going through this, and some of them don't come as a big surprise, I must say. Princess of Wales. Yeah. She does an enormous amount of work uh, for mental health. Kate Silver. Kate Silver. I can't <laughs> even say it. Kate, Kate Silverton. Kate Silverton was saying that, you know, she always thinks of the Princess of Wales for all the mental health work that she does. Patrick Swayze was really known for being, being gorgeous. Kind, at being gorgeous, great dancer, really nice yeah. person. But he was, yeah, I'd, I'd heard that, yeah. But celebs, yeah, I think they get a, a raw deal. I think because they're in the public eye, you know, they do good stuff that lots of people don't see. Generally, most people are kind, but, you know, they might say something wrong at a particular time, whether, you know, a, a a stalker not quite stalker but you know someone comes up to them wanting an autograph or whatever or a selfie nowadays isn't it you know they might be a bit you know not rude but say can you give us a chance or whatever give me five minutes and then people think they're being rude they're not being unkind mm. they're just you know it, you, you can't be I suppose it's been nice forever well, I mean, it might be the 567th selfie that day, or they might be trying to spend time with, with their children, exactly, yeah. or they might be in a restaurant just having, you know, I think it'd be really hard to be on all the time. But exactly. And so so when people, you get, you, you know, there is these people, they must be not being particularly kind because they are mentioned of being the kindest. You know, most people aren't unkind, as I said before. Mm. I, I think, you know, mm, you think maybe some are. Well, I think a lot of people are kind when they think uh, they are unkind when they are anonymous yeah true. i think online yeah. i think it's mm. massively out of control the way, we've been lucky touch wood <laughs> um i don't think we've had any trolls really no we've had a few people make some unpleasant comments and often about looks which i don't like because you know we are middle-aged women or older don't believe them liz I don't care. I'm still here. I'm still moving. I'm not saying it's about you. I'm joking. But yeah, we just mute them. <laughs> just well, I've just got the joke. Come on, I'm slow. I'm a bit tired today. Um, but you know, it it goes over my head. I I passed caring, but that a lot also, of people you don't read them mostly. No, that's true actually because yeah. I don't really do so much social media. It's a good point actually. But I have seen a few, but majority are good. But there's no point. You know, life is too short. There is no point in being. Um, Unkind. unkind yeah 
Yeah, well, I th- I think we could all make a bit more of an effort. And I, but I do think that people who are behind laptops and they're like going through the social, mm. or they're on their devices, like yeah, I don't like. Oh, she, you 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 look so much better with other hair, or you know, it's a lot of the like just it's just isn't ugh. it just what parents tell you? If you haven't got something nice to say, don't say, say nothing mm. or something like that. <laughs> Oh God! Should Sorry. we get somebody more intelligent to come and not <laughs> come and talk about intelligent? Excuse me, I've got to do an H and history. How about more articulate? Yes, that's probably well. I'd, I'd go with that definitely. So fortunately, we do have somebody who's really articulate yeah. and has led an incredible kindness campaign, and that is Rosie mm. Nixon. So let's get her on because I think she will babble a lot less than we do. <laughs> Rosie Nixon has had a sparkling and glamorous career in magazine publishing and is now editor-at-large of Hello Magazine, where she's worked for well over a decade. A podcast host, yay, award-winning editor and journalist, a mother of two and certified life coach, she's now relaunched her career with her own consultancy business. A real supporter of women, she's ambassador for British women's health charity, Wellbeing of Women, and anti-FGM charity, Educate Not Mutilate. So much reinvention in midlife, and we absolutely love it. We also love her commitment encouraging kindness in life and online, with her motto being, kindness is your superpower. Welcome to the show, Rosie. Hi, Michelle and Liz. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. It's so great to have you. We've been following you for a long time with your wonderful campaign that you started on Hello Magazine. Um, Can you tell us a bit more what made you start it? Yeah, of course. Well, it was very much a group effort at Hello. And at the time I was editor-in-chief, we launched the campaign in 2019. And it was a response to lots of negativity that we were seeing in the online world across our platforms, but lots of it particularly being aimed at members of the royal family. And at the time, it was the Duchess of Cambridge and the Duchess of Sussex. And there was just so much negative commentary pitting the two women against each other, bullying, sexist, sometimes racist comments. And we just thought, we need to make a stand as a responsible mm. media company that has always had kindness at our core at our, uh, in the way that we approach um sort of the news that we just needed to make a stand and say that this kind of commentary wasn't welcome in our world and that we weren't happy to tolerate it um and kindness had always underpinned everything that you know I did at hello and that the team um did and we just felt like we need to make some noise about this now and it was the campaign absolutely flew it resonated with lots of people and I think at the time as well, we were seeing some behaviour in the online world and trolling and a lot of negativity and people saying things that they simply wouldn't say to somebody to their face in the, if they were to see them in the street. So why was that OK just because you're behind a computer screen? There's a lot of keyboard yeah. warriors, aren't there? Keyboard warriors, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, how did you find that other people in the media reacted to this kindness campaign? Because, I mean, I think it's probably fair to say that in the world of journalism, it's somewhat cutthroat. It's not necessarily known for fuzzy edges. Was it Martin Martin Lewis who once once said, wouldn't it be lovely to have more good news reported 
on the you know the 10 o'clock mm. news or something how did they all react absolutely to this well do you know what we weren't too bothered about how what anybody else thought because at hello we've always been very proud and protective of our kind stance mm. um and so i certainly felt not actually too bothered but we knew that it resonated very very well with the people that we featured on our pages um, lots of celebrities supported our campaign um, and so did members of the royal family and the royal households. So and our audience did as well. And, you know, those that are our loyal hello audience and readership responded very warmly to this campaign and felt that we were a media brand that they could really invest in because we were always we were putting a marker in the sand and saying this is something that we expect from everybody that interacts with our platforms mm, yeah. that is fair totally fair and I mean in terms of mental health as well it's been proved that if you are kind it has so many benefits for you as a person mm. your heart health your optimism protecting you against depression yeah the rise in oxytocin you know yes. your body actually has you know a physical reaction to an act of kindness um, and the great thing about kindness is that it always comes back to you it gives back as much as you mm. as you give out so when we perform a kind act to somebody not only is it lovely for the person on the receiving end of that act but it makes us feel so good as well Oh, yeah. I think when you give a gift to someone, I, lo I prefer to give than take. And it sounds strange, but I don't yes, bother celebrating me too. birthdays and things. I just love, love, love it. And when you get it right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I don't always get yeah. it right. Oh, it's so it's, satisfying, yeah, isn't it? it when is, you yeah. know that you've got the perfect gift for somebody and you can't wait to see their face wait, when you hand it, it over. Too early. Yeah, I often give mine yeah. too early because I'm like, oh, you should open it now. It's it, so true. It's the best feeling. Yeah. Well, how about back to basics? What would you actually define as kindness? Mm, oh, interesting question. Yeah. Well, kindness can mean lots of things for lots of different people. But it's a physical thing, but it's also a feeling as well. Um, and of course, there is lots of different ways to interpret kindness. There's kindness to ourselves and compassion and self-compassion. And then there's kindness to others. And there's kindness to other things like kindness to our planet, you know, sustainability and environmental concerns are so huge right now. So there are practical things we can do, but it's it's about showing compassion and empathy for others. Mm. And it, it's, it's what you're doing is you I mean, it's something if you don't change something now, it's the kids. They're not going mm. to you know, be kind because you're saying about online trolling. They just become the fact that they can do it. That's what scares yeah. me. They think it's natural and, and it's okay to do it when it's not. No, and we have to model kind behaviour exactly. so that our children can learn it because we're not born empathetic. We're not born kind. Um, so it's completely a learned behaviour. And that's partly why I wrote the Be Kind book because I thought the more that we can see the words be kind, it's just that little daily reminder isn't it? Because the way we react to any situation, obviously, we always have a choice. So if somebody does something to you that perhaps you weren't expecting or even barges into you, I was on the a packed tube train yesterday and it was really hard not to feel like annoyed by people sort of sticking their elbows into you. And I just thought, OK, you know, 
remember Rosie you've written the be kind book just be kind you know and you think actually yes because we never quite know what is going on in somebody else's world at any given time and we all have had off days and often they are a result of bigger things going on in our lives so Mm. if we make that decision and we constantly remind ourselves you know I could do with it tattooed on my wrist or something at some times or um because it because then we remember that we always have a choice we don't have mm. to agree with somebody you but know we but understand. we can always be kind yeah. to them and be kind in your book you've you've got wonderful quotes and contributions from an array of your amazing connections are there any standouts in there that you when you think of your book you think that's what it's all about that would somebody yeah. said something and it really resonated Yeah, I think there's um, a number of quotes in the book about your inner voice and how to sort of work on being your own champion. I think it was Andrea McLean actually gave a quote along that, that so often, and growing up, she talked about being a teenage girl, growing up as a young girl. We are so often our own worst enemies. Imagine having a handbag that can be restyled endlessly creating completely different looks from just one bag, a distinct expression of your personal taste and individuality, a bag you can restyle from day to evening, creating the look you want with their innovative popper system. That's what you get with the luxurious Sarah Harron handbags, beloved by many of our guests like Anthea Turner and Jenny Faulkner, and now us. Liz and I love the Dahlia two-in-one tote, and being neighbours, we can swap accessories with each other, Add a tassel in a different style, change from a leather strap to a linked chain, transform your bag with a beautiful bow, or pop on a decorative strip in an array of the most gorgeous colours and prints. You can even change from tote to crossbody by popping off the removable clutch and adding a longer strap. You can get 20% off your first Sarah Harron bag, plus three free restyle accessories to change the look of your bag by going to their website, www.sarahharron.com now. That's www.sarahharron.com. I love your book because it's very approachable and it's fun. You obviously have a real thing with colour because everything about you seems to be very colourful. You know, know your Instagram and your website, it's gorgeous and colourful. It makes such a difference to me. I discovered colour with fashion a while ago now, like a number of years ago, because I found this brand called Ingenue. And randomly, I just went into a shop in Clapham one day and I saw these clothes and they were so joyfully colourful and they do jumpsuits and all kinds of things. So they kind of got me into, and their motto is like a life in colour. Um, And they got me into it and it really does have such an impact on my mood. Oh yeah, we oh, wear. I um, love colour. We wear a lot of Kettlewell, and uh, we're partnered with Sarah yes. Haran, which is really cool because they do oh, the nicest lovely. handbags. Yes, oh, they no. do. Yeah, yeah, I've just got one of her handbags. It's beautiful. Oh, oh such a pop of colour. But I digress. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could go down that alley for a long but time. You know what? That is being kind to yourself, though. It's kind of like it's being kindness as well. It's all about being properly authentic, in touch with your authentic self. And I think I know that there are certain things that I can do that are going to help me. 
And if I get up in the morning and put a black dress on, then that isn't going to help my mindset. Mm. I know that deciding instead to put on, you know, a colourful shirt like I'm wearing today or a dress or a a red or a vibrant colour, that is going to help me, give me all one of the tools that I need to be more successful in that day. But it's so true, isn't it? You always talk about wearing colour. Very much. If I don't have a bright top on, as you said, I don't wear black anyway, but... Yeah, a navy. You don't feel quite as bubbly. No. And no. I love the way we have coordinated <laughs> for our YouTube viewers. Have. We've got exactly <laughs> the same colours on. The three of us, the pink and the not blue. Be quite the same. And, yeah, no, we're, <laughs> we're wearing yeah. Well, I've got my cosy slipper socks oh. on as well. And that's the beauty of working from home. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing my from the waist baggy up. leggings because I came from Pilates, <laughs> but they're so baggy now. Oh, but they're baggy. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I digress. <laughs> Yeah. So um, your book was actually, isn't it being used in a school to, to, to teach as a model? Yeah, I was really excited to learn. Yeah, a schools program in Devon have used it. They did a trial, I think, um, earlier this year, and it's being picked up again for next year. So for teenage girls, so girls going through their GCSE years, um, to sort of help them again to think about self-compassion at an earlier age and support being able to support themselves to be as successful as they can during what is quite a stressful period, isn't it? The first time that you it's also kind of a bitchy period. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. it right? is. I, it is tough. Really, really is for so many reasons and hormones all over the place as well, aren't they? Would it be nice if that was taught as a subject in schools, kindness? Like, to, yeah. to, you're so right. To, we need the role models. We, we need that, but we mm. also need to teach them in schools. Well, there is a movement, actually, that is trying to get the KQ introduced. So that's like, instead of your IQ, your kindness <gasps> quota. Yeah, Lovely. which I think is such a great idea. Um, another famous celebrity, very sadly, was trolled and people were so unkind to her. And that was Caroline Flack. And of course, mm. the hashtag be kind um, was huge around the time of her unfortunate yeah. death. Did you know her? Did you observe from afar how the press were treating her and social media were, yeah. were treating her? It must have hurt. Mm so much well absolutely yeah no I I didn't know her but I know lots of people that did and sort of moved in some of the similar circles and obviously yeah her death was just horrific and so so tragic when it probably yeah shouldn't have been that way um but yeah seeing the treatment I think sometimes it's easy for people to forget that we're all human beings Um, with the same emotions and the same feelings and we can all get hurt and if you're in the public eye obviously you're putting yourself forward and there are lots of perks and benefits to that and lots to be grateful for but it does mean that you're opening yourself up to perhaps sort of more criticism as well as more fans as Mm. well Um, And I think if you're going through a very tough time emotionally and not feeling particularly strong as a person or got a strong support network around you at a time, you're very vulnerable. Uh, And sadly, she was. And I do think some of the treatment was was too much. You know, it's too much for somebody to bear, which is Mm -hmm. why, I mean, I don't hesitate. Thankfully, I'm in a very 
supportive, kind, lovely environment in the online world. But if I occasionally I do see some negativity and I don't hesitate in blocking or muting those accounts that are not benefiting my own mental health. Mm. I mean, sadly, I think sometimes we have to do that and put up our own boundaries to say Mm. that that isn't welcomed in my world. Mm. I know Shirley Ballas recently said she just couldn't take social media anymore because the unkind comments Mm. that were on her account and and has given it to you know another person to handle to to filter so that she only sees the more positive stuff and that's so understandable isn't it so that brings me really to saying I mean are you involved in any of the push towards litigating um and and making it a punishable offense when people Mm. become keyboard warriors and troll and it's it's yeah. hate speak it's it's that's exactly what it is it it's is hate, hate speak. Speak. Yeah. it is well and i do think that the um social media platforms have a strong responsibility there obviously you know britain with the online safety bill getting passed britain is starting to lead the way in that area mm. but there is still a lot more to be done i know that the hello digital team are currently working on some campaigns in that space so obviously we want to use our platforms to do what we can to help amplify the good and to campaign you know for greater protection especially for young people online who haven't got the skills to be able to handle it or the know-how or the confidence to be able to turn off that negativity um, or know how to do that so yeah there, there are definitely plans afoot at hello and we're really proud and protective of our stance and and it that looks set to continue yeah. Mm. Well, bringing it back to Hello Magazine, which you have changed careers in, reinvention. Mm. What does editor at large actually mean? <laughs> ah, well, it means, yeah, that I'm, I have effectively left Hello to set up my own business. So Hello are, I suppose, one of my clients because I've still got a really great, strong relationship there. I'm so thankful for the time that I had at Hello. You know, 15 and a half years was a huge part of my career, working up to be editor-in-chief there. And I loved it, you know. For years and years, I just felt like I had the best job in the world. Um, And then we grow, don't we, as people? And it gets to a stage sometimes where the things that were working for you once are not working as well anymore Mm. and that's okay like quitting doesn't have to be a negative thing and thankfully I actually said to my boss who's the owner of Hello over in Madrid and our CEO where he's based that we should congratulate ourselves for navigating this time because potentially it can be quite explosive it's it's difficult to navigate isn't it we're not always equipped to have those hard conversations mm. um but we've managed to navigate it really well and I think yeah, it was Gwyneth Paltrow wasn't it who first talked about a conscious uncoupling <laughs> when she and Chris Martin split mm. and it's sort of been my conscious uncoupling from hello so I'm no longer staff but I have a special relationship with the brand which is mutually beneficial. Um, I'll continue to host my podcast in a good place for Hello because I feel very passionately about that and it's lovely to have those special conversations with people in the public eye and I'll continue to champion the brand like the conversations we're having today talking about my um, experience there. 
But personally, I just felt ready to embark on my next chapter before it was going to be too late to do that. Although I don't believe it's ever too late to do anything, to reinvent Mm. and that we shouldn't be defined by our age. But the timing felt right for me to give something else a go. So at the moment, I do feel slightly reborn. It's very exciting. I'm trying new things. I did a coaching course earlier this year, which I loved. Um, studied with Optimus Coaching Academy to get a diploma in life coaching and met a whole new group of people doing that, which felt great for building self-confidence and just going back to school a bit. I had such a strong hankering to learn again. I've got more time to be around for my children, you know, to do the school pickups and to not be constantly sprinting for trains to get back in the nick of time to put them to bed. It just felt like I, I'm. this isn't right for me anymore now. Although, you know, each to their own. I think what's right for me is not necessarily right for somebody else. Um, and I've got more time for writing my books. Mm, so this third books. novel, well, fourth novel, actually. Yeah, the third one in the stylist series. I've been trying to write for the last two years and just wasn't getting anywhere because I had no headspace and no creativity, really. I felt that creativity needs some breathing room. And I just didn't have that in my life. So I wanted to consciously put that back in. Although there still seems to be not much time for novel writing, but I'm going to really try and carve it out. Um, So I feel really happy. I feel a lot healthier. I feel that the balance is there a lot more. And the coaching course really helped with self-awareness around, you know, how to notice the signs if the balance does feel out and what now I have some tools that I can use to bring it back. Well, congratulations on finding life balance. Like, <laughs> whoa, that's yeah. good for you. And you've done it so much in the public eye. Thank you. Well, you know, I don't claim to have got it all right. And it did take me being on the brink of burnout of over a year ago to actually get there. Um, to think actually now sort of my body is telling me you need to do something about this but also again going back to self-compassion and kindness and that inner voice not to ignore this little voice in my head Mm. that kept thinking oh I don't know if this is working as well as it once did and I sort of fought that for so long thinking but I should be so grateful I've got this job and everything's great seemingly on social media but actually if it's really not how you're feeling in your heart or in your Mm. core then you need to listen to that voice you do to be honest to yourself yeah Um, if you were to give yourself three acts of kindness what what might Mm. they be (sighs) well it's interesting often kindness all comes back to the things that are the most simple and they're free and the thing that makes me really happy is just going out my husband and I managed to go out together this morning for a nice little well it's sort of a half run half jog half walk um after we dropped the kids at school we live in Surrey sort of very near the countryside and we just went for a 20 minute sort of ramble together (laughs) chatting and I just felt so happy the sky was blue Mm. I knew I had a nice day ahead having lots of chats with lovely people like you and 
that was a real act of kindness, just that we took that 20 minutes together. Mm. And then he went off to London um, for his work and I settled in here. But it was a really important part of the day. And I think fitting that in, we could have easily said, oh, we haven't got enough time. But it's quite easy to find 20 minutes or 15 minutes here and there just to do something for yourself. And I often do that on my own as well. And sometimes have to make sure that I don't put my AirPods in and be tempted to make that call to somebody or get back to something or feel like we constantly have to be doing. It's called silent walking, apparently. We used to call it walking. But apparently that's got a name, silent walking. It's got a name now. It's a thing. Yeah. And I think silent walking, I mean... We do often feel that we have to be busy and always on. And sometimes the best way to be kind to yourself is to just switch it all off. And the world's not going to disappear. You're not really going to miss anything. Um, But it will do you so much good. And And just to get that oxygen flowing Mm. like a bubble bath sort of in Mm. your brain then leads to greater productivity. So it's a win-win situation. So I think, yeah, getting outside into nature really is my number one. And add in a glass of wine and an ice cream. I think I've got <laughs> yeah, three. Exactly. I know. And a chocolate. I am a bit of a chocoholic as well. I do like some dark chocolate or oh, yeah, treats. It's all about balance, isn't it, really? Yeah. And a glass of fizz when you really fancy one is just uh, great as well. Oh, well, look, cheers to everything yeah. that you're doing. And you know, for being such a great ambassador for women in the well-being of women and all the work that you do for charity. How can people find out more about you? Where do they find you on Instagram and your website? Oh, well, they can find me on Instagram at Rosie J Nixon. So do give me a follow, come and say hello, and comment on things because I love reading the comments on there. Um, through if my books, kind. obviously, the big if they're kind, yeah, otherwise I might have to mute you. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah if, if you're going to be kind in, on the online space. And through my podcast, it's a hello podcast called In A Good Place. And we're launching the next season next week. So I'm really excited about that. I've got some great guests lined up. And that's a great way to listen to a more long form conversation about mental well-being and self-compassion. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Loved talking to you. It's been lovely. Oh, thank you. Thanks for being so kind and inviting me on. And I always say our guests are lovely, but she's particularly lovely, I have to say, and coordinated with us. I know, we couldn't have planned that better. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, no, she was lovely, but I, I, I get where she's coming from with the kindness. I don't get all this. You know me, I'm not a social media person. I don't get why people are so horrible. No, I don't. I just don't understand it. It's, yeah. Surely it takes more energy to be unkind and hateful than it does just to do something nice. I mean, it doesn't take much to just make a nice comment. Don't you look lovely in that yeah, day? Yeah, you're not allowed or... to say things like that now, I was told. Why not? Because then you're... No, there's all the new rules. You can't say that's a nice dress or you look, you've lost why weight and not? things like that. Apparently not. Well, I am. Well, in the workplace you can't. That's what, unless I'm mistaken, that's what I was told. You can't say that. It's rubbish. I got told off as of saying they got the most beautiful eyes. Somebody. That was quite a few years ago. Really? Because she, she was really pleased because she was gorgeous. I wasn't trying to hit why on did her. You, why did you get told off then? <laughs> because I was told that you're not allowed to do that. Oh, that's so something ridiculous. we need to look into. That's all the you no know, PC world and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's a shop. Sorry. <laughs> 
Well, I think you should be kind and I'm going to carry on being kind. And I do, honestly, I read a really good book many years ago. Um, It's really famous. Dale Carnegie's How to... um... It's a famous one. It's no, how to. how to win friends dot, 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 influence dot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very one, yeah. famous yeah. book, yeah. actually. It is, and yeah. it's a good one. And <laughs> just things like using people's name or. Yeah, you know, is, yeah. illegally commenting on how nice their dress is. I'm going to keep on doing it. No, but I like if somebody just says your name, and some people are really good at it. I'm not because I can't remember names, but you know, it is like, you know, how are you, Michelle? You know, it, it just, just, it does make you feel like they remember you. And, and they're, I've been kind. But going back to that, you're saying about, you know, the effort, don't you find if you do get cross with people, you feel awful afterwards? I get tired if I get, you know, pent up, whatever you call I it. I hate confrontation. Yeah. It keeps me up all night if I exactly. fall out with so, people. So why, why you know, it. just let it go over your head? Yeah. Wind one in and out the other is me, as yeah. I do, yeah. But, you know, she was talking about, you know, Hello magazine, which it's true. It's always nice stuff in it. Mm. Sadly, bad stuff sells papers, sells the news, and that's why I think people report bad stuff. You think about lots of newspapers... It, it's so much bad. Well, going back to that Martin Lewis read it. comment, he did. He got lambasted mm. for saying, "Wouldn't it be nice if we re- if we reported more good news?" Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think we should all be kind, and it's a great message. And I think Rosie does a lot. She's one of these women, and you know this is my bugbear, that women supporting women, and don't do it. She is somebody who actually does it. She does. Yeah. I love mm. women who really go out of their way, give up their time. She's a busy woman anyway. But she gives up so much time for charity. So, hashtag be kind. And I think that's all from us. Chat soon.